Hubhopper Originals Welcome to the World of House of Josh podcast. Grab your cup of coffee, plug in your earphones and get ready for sassy, upmarket and insightful conversations. Right from guest motivation to their partner in crime to their next project, we make them spill bit. Well, it's time to call our guest. I bet you will enjoy this episode. Welcome to season 3 of How's the Josh podcast. Well, let me just tell you something. I've really missed you all guys uh, and also the beautiful celebrities with whom we have striked insightful and gorgeous conversations on the board. So when well, this is season 3, season 1 was started back then in 2019, then season 2 we hit and we did a great success in the year 2020. And right now we are all set for this lavish podcast show. We are entering the season 3. The show must go on. We're talking about the great celebrities on board, right? From Shruti Hasan, Tapsi Pannu, Suraj Pancholi to having great influencers and uh, talking about the great weddings in the industry. I mean, season two has witnessed all of it, right? From letting, getting us understand the chemistry of Shruti Hasan, the friendful and the lovely chemistry of Shruti Hasan and Shantanu Hazarika to getting a reveal about Arjun Kanungo's wedding. I mean, we have witnessed all of that and season two has been a charmer. Well, we have already set the bar high, and right now we are rolling for season three, wherein the tagline goes: "The show must go on." Also, talking about the industry, so Bollywood industry has witnessed a lot of international stars giving great performances on the celluloid. So, to open this show, we have got Alex O'Neil opening the season three for us. Welcome, Alex, on the show. Thank you so much, Omkar. It is my absolute and distinct pleasure to be your guest on on. Uh... the premiere episode of season 3 congratulations on your incredible success over season 1 and especially season 2 i've heard so much about the podcast i've listened to the podcast enjoyed it so i'm i'm very much looking forward to our chat today absolutely even i'm looking forward to it and alex to begin with i would say that you did a very beautiful role in the film ruhi uh, currently you'll be starting uh, with the bengali film that is golden das then the 20 days which is a very beautiful cover which is out there and your movie urmi which has completed 10 years alex there's so much more happening in your life there's so much more going on how do you feel at this point of time omkar there's so much so much going on but i do have to correct one thing that you've said you've done your research very very well but 20 days is not a cover it's an original in fact i began releasing my original music about one year ago today today is the one year anniversary of still on my mind to be joining you on such a uh, a special uh, my my journey into music obviously began many years ago but uh, it all kind of culminated with the release or rather began a new chapter with the release of still on my mind on the 16th of April 2020 uh, which was lockdown part 1 um and it is uh it was obviously a leap of faith to release something so special and so uh, important to me in such a well an uncertain time um but i firmly believe there's no perfect time you need to take the time you have and make it perfect so here we are one year later exactly one year later to the day and i'm joining you and it's a great it's a great feeling um it it's a great feeling to be celebrating all the things that you've just mentioned here with you on house the jersh season 3 episode 1 it is uh 
it's amazing to look back and to, and to recognize that 10 years ago, Udemy released, it was such a fantastic movie. Uh, looking forward, Golan Dodge, the teaser just released yesterday um, on the 15th of, of April. Uh, mm -hmm. So your listeners uh, should definitely take a look at that. It's a very, very exciting movie. It is, yes, it's a Bengali feature, but I think that these, you know, the way that we used to talk about regional cinema, the way that we used to talk about Hindi, Bollywood, uh, Malayalam cinema, Tamil cinema, uh, uh, Bangla or Bengali cinema, I think those barriers are starting to break down, to be honest. I've got so many people that are not Bengalis that are super excited about Golan Dodge because its subject matter is so interesting. It's, it's only my second project dealing with sports. My first was Inside Edge uh, and now Golan Dodge, Inside Edge was cricket. Um, but I got to be honest with you, Omkar, uh, I've been playing football since I was a kid and that is so close to my heart. So I really enjoyed making this movie. Um, and yeah, 20 Days is out. It's been out for, for about 14 days. It's, its response has been amazing. Uh, just before that, Ruhi, Ruhi took advantage of kind of the one month when people could go to theaters. Right. Yeah, the thing is, you know, we were talking before um, before we started rolling about how you know we really have to look at the pandemic, the lockdown, recognizing all of the negatives, but trying to focus maybe on the positives, and, and even maybe you know trying to laugh about it a little bit. You know, um, humor is the best way to diffuse tension, in my opinion. So, so I laugh about the fact that Ruhi got the got the only <laughs> the only one month people could go to theaters. Um, they, they really got that locked and the film did really well. People really appreciated it. And then before that, Aria. Aria released uh, while I was in Amsterdam. I was 7,000 kilometers away, but just like everybody else who might as well have been 7,000 kilometers away, I was able to uh, participate in the promotions and, and, and really enjoyed uh, hearing people's response to that, uh, which is which is one of the best uh, best performing series on Disney Plus, Hot Star VIP. And, you know, we can go through the rest of my IMDb, but uh, I'll leave it at that because those are the things that you mentioned. So, yeah, it's wonderful to be on How's the Judge, looking back and looking forward and, uh, and, and feeling good about where we are right now, despite all of the things that unfortunately are unfolding. Um, I'm sitting in, in my apartment looking out on an empty back road, in Lokanwala and uh, and really looking forward to when when things can open up in a couple of weeks. Hopefully this is the beginning of the of the end of the pandemic. Hopefully this is our last lockdown. <laughs> I mean, uh, absolutely. There's so much of emotions that you have uh, splurred into this conversation and I'm very happy to see the excitement, Alex. And first of all, a huge congratulations. I'm excited, Omkar. We, you know, we've, we've got we've got to, you know, just like what you're doing, I, I think that as we discussed very briefly b before we started rolling, podcasts are now coming into their own. And podcasts like How's the Josh, where you're pulling people on uh, who appeal to me. Sean, for example, in season two. Shruti Hassan, who I, I don't know uh, if, because I'm not familiar with all of your guests, although I listened to, to many of your episodes. She, like me, is a musician and an actor. And so, you know, that's one of the reasons why I was super excited to speak with you because you have that that experience speaking with someone who's kind of maybe walking a similar journey to mine. Not the same. Shruti Hassan is, wow. Um, I'm just Alex. But uh, but but yeah, I think podcasts like yours are really reaching their audience now like never before, and that may be one um, small bit of constellation uh, within within this pandemic that perhaps we've opened ourselves up to art forms that that maybe didn't find their their real footing 
until we were isolated and we were reaching out and looking for great content like this. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, uh, Alex, I can completely understand the mindset and uh, I, I totally appreciate the, the kind of kind words that you have given. And also, Alex, a big congratulations to you too because there's a coincidence of a lot of good things. You are completing one year for a few of the projects. For a few of the projects, you're completing 10 years and there's so much more happening. And let's just all be very much optimistic and look forward for the great things that we got to be doing in the industry. And, you know, the show must go on. <laughs> exactly. The tagline of, 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 your, uh, of your podcast is absolutely true. The show must go on. We need to keep making art and keep reaching out and touching people, whether that's music or podcasts or, or whatever else. Right, right. And Alex, before we hit the actual conversation wherein we talk in deep about the art and craft, I think, uh, why don't you recite a few verses from the Bhagavad Gita, uh, the cover that you have been uh, put across on your YouTube channel. I mean, it's a stunning one. It's a very beautiful one. So if you could just recite a few of them. As being a Hindu fellow, I think that would be the great start to season three. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting a little echo in my headset. Um, should we... Stop and restart the call. Shall I rejoin the call or is this fine for you? It's, it's fine for me. There's no echo on my end. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Oh, okay, cool. Um, <clears throat> so, yes. I, uh, so, I, when it comes to uh, the Sanskrit that I learned, uh, that I memorized for Aria um, to play Bob Wilson, um, I, I always, uh, whether it's playing my own music and, and revealing things about myself, um, I always hide behind a guitar, so it's it's never far. So I will uh, I'll recite uh, the Bhagavad Gita, but in my own way, which is very different from anyone else's way. Um, so yeah, let's start off uh, season three with a little bit of the Bhagavad Gita and and this um, uh, this uh, song and music video, which obviously the lyrics are taken from uh, the Srimad Bhagavad Gita, but uh, the the melody um, is uh, is my own. So. It's a combination of 1,800-year-old lyrics with a very fresh um, acoustic rock take. So here we go. Sukaduke samayi kritava Lava lava jaya jayo Tatu you die you just va Naivam Bhavavavsisi Aptachetamimam Dharmyam Sangramam Nakarishasi Tatvaswatamam Kiratam Cha Hitva Bhavavavsisi That's very lovely. That's very lovely. I mean, I'm blessed. The years are blessed. And I think the season three is blessed by Lord Krishna's blessing. I, I hope so. I hope so. I, I've, <laughs> I've really connected to this, uh, uh, to these passages. They mean so much to me um, because of what they, you know, how well they speak to the current moment. You know, I'm sure that you, you know, the story uh, before we started rolling, you were, you were, uh, talking about this song and how as a Hindu, um, you know, uh, this Bhagavad Gita is at, you know, the foundation of, of much of Hinduism or our understanding of it. 
Um, and, and the dialogue that's happening between uh, Lord Krishna, who's disguised as a chariot driver for Arjun and Arjun, um, and, and, you know, what Lord Krishna says, he kind of, he, he, gives, he gives us the motivation to do our best and then to leave, to leave it. You know, he, he basically says, um, you know, uh, there's no shame in, in, in defeat. There's no shame in defeat, but there is shame in surrender. So you need to go and do the best that you possibly can. And, and you are not the be-all, end-all. Even your best might not be good enough, but you still have to give it your best. Even if you are facing defeat, you still have to give it your best. You're one part of this universe. You're not the whole universe. You're one part of this universe, and things may not go your way, but it's still your duty to push as hard as you can, to do as much as you can, to do what's right, to do your dharma. And, and so this, uh, this spoke to me, not just while I was shooting Arya, but even more so after when Arya released and we were all, you know, um, making our way through this new pandemic world. And, you know, people are, people are saying, oh, I'm not going to wear a mask. No, no, it's your duty to wear a mask. Even if you think you're going to get sick, it's your duty to wear a mask. Even if you think it's not going to do much, it can do something. And you need to do your best. And your best is wearing a mask, staying socially distant, doing all those things that we know make a dent in, in this pandemic. Even if it doesn't defeat the pandemic, it still, it still is doing your best. And, and so it really spoke to me then. It speaks to me now. And a lot of people have connected to it. And, I, you know, it's, it's, it's lovely that you picked a Bhagavad Gita out of, of my three releases uh, still on my mind. A Bhagavad Gita in 20 days. A Bhagavad Gita is completely different from the others. The only uh, through line is the guitar uh, and my voice. Um, other than that, it is kind of, you know, there's still on my mind and there's 20 days. And the people that come to listen to um, a Bhagavad Gita song, I, I'm, I'm so happy that they enjoy 20 days and still on my mind because it's completely different and vice versa. You know, I had a friend of mine in the U.S. write to me on, um, on, on, on YouTube in the comments. And that's one of my favorite things to do, by the way, is to read what my music means to people in the YouTube comments. I reply to every single comment. So she wrote to me, this is a, a very old friend from many years ago. She wrote to me, thank you, Alex. This is exactly the message I needed to hear right now. Because, you know, it can be in Sanskrit, it can be in German, it can be in, in, in Hindi, it can be in any language, but the meaning, it, it transcends can really tell people what they need to hear, especially now in this pandemic. And a friend of mine that I haven't seen in, in 25 years, um, living in the US, who's never been to India, who's never heard of the Bhagavad Gita, who's never even uh, perhaps even heard of, 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 of Hindi or Sanskrit, um, and definitely didn't see Arya, connected to this. And, and that's a lovely feeling. So thank you for, for, for uh, um, for bringing up a Bhagavad Gita song. It was lovely to play it for you and to uh, hopefully give some, uh, uh, give some joy to your listeners and, and start off season three um, in a very divine way. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, we all are very blessed to have you as the show opener. And uh, you know, Alex, there's so much of positive vibe that comes from you and the kind of uh, optimistic outlook that you have towards life is something that we all cherish and appreciate. And, you know, uh, if one key takeaway, if I want from Alex, it would be the kind of mindset that you have. And uh, I would but, say... But, uh, I'm going to tell you something, Omkar. It, it is a conscious decision. It's a conscious decision. Every, every day, 
I need to make this decision, just like I'm sure you do too. It's yeah. very easy, as we discussed before we were rolling, it's very easy to focus on all the negatives. It's very easy. Uh, and in fact, a lot of people are doing that. It's harder, but it's much more rewarding to try to move beyond that and, and, and to have optimism. Optimism for me is a choice. It's not something that just happens. Uh, and I think, that you, I think that people that listen to my music still on my mind 20 days, they recognize that there is, that there is um, you know, a natural tendency for me as a person to dwell in negativity and, and out of that negativity to create music. Out of that negativity, I, I, I go through this process of catharsis and that's how I write my music. So I'm not, I'm not uh, naturally a positive guy. I'm not naturally an optimistic guy, um, but it is a decision that I make. Just like most of us are not naturally fit people, but we make a decision to exercise every day. And I think, I think positivity and optimism are similar. You need to exercise it. You need to make a conscious decision to be positive, even in the face of, of all these things that are happening now. There's so much negativity to dwell on. You gotta choose not to. Lovely. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, Alex, as you said, uh, it's like, you know, every day we clean ourselves by taking a bath, but by practicing this positivity mentally, I think it's an internal bath that we take. It's an internal motivation that we take in order to stay fit and be positive and optimistic towards the life. On this very note, Absolutely. I definitely want to quote something and ask you on that particular quote. Uh, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep and miles to go before mm -hmm. I sleep. So tell us, Alex, what promises or what achievements you have in your list before you go to sleep. Oh, good Lord. Wow. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is a question. Now I'm, I'm kind of uh, uh, um, regretting uh, not asking for your questions beforehand. That's an amazing question. Um, and, it's, and it's a beautiful quote. Um, miles, miles to go before I sleep. Promises to keep. I think that paramount um, is is the promises that you've made to yourself, uh, and if anything has has come clearly through this uh, pandemic, it's that. And as you as you pointed out with Shruti Hassan in your interview with her, that you need to really become comfortable spending time with yourself. Um, this pandemic has isolated many of us. Um, the result of that isolation in, in, in many cases has been depression. In many cases, it's been art, uh, like your podcast, for example. In many cases, it's been disconnection. In many cases, like in my, in, in, in my example, it's been greater connection with my, with my mother who lives in the Netherlands. Uh, I was able to spend six months with her because all my projects had been put on hold. Um, and after that, now we, we, uh, we video call. Um, multiple times a week, three to four times a week. And this is something that didn't happen before the pandemic because the people that were caring for, the people that were helping weren't very in tune with technology, but this pandemic required that they be in tune with technology. So, you know, to go back to, to, to your quote, um, paramount are the promises you make to yourself. And, and one of the promises that I made to myself many, many years ago, was to, was to truly explore being a musician, to get my music out there. And it wasn't until there was a pause in all of my projects, films, series, 
that I could actually put the time that was needed into getting what had to be done, done, into learning what I needed to learn to get my music out there. And there was so much to learn. There's still so much to learn. Here on my third single that I'm releasing, I'm, I'm finally feeling like, okay, I've, I've not made as big mistakes as I did with the first two songs. Not perfect, in no way perfect, but uh, slowly taking steps towards uh, getting my music out in a coherent way. Those miles to go, those, those promises that I've made, um, I, I don't want to sound selfish, but at the end of the day, you, you are with yourself longer than you are with anyone else on this earth, be it your parents, your partner, your friends, um, and you're with yourself more than you are with anyone else on this earth. So you need to make sure that those promises that you've made to yourself, those goals that you've set, you need to make sure that, as you know, we talked about early on, uh, take Lord Krishna's advice. You've got to do your best, and only you know if you've done your best. And if still failure comes, then you accept it, you learn the lessons, and you move on. It's not, there's no shame in, in failure and defeat, but there's shame in giving up. So, you know, to all of your listeners, perhaps now is the time, perhaps now is the right time to do all those things that you said you didn't do because you didn't have the time. Now you have the time. I didn't know if this chance would come again. Uh, the first lockdown, it took me about a month to release, it's still on my mind. Here we are in the second lockdown. I'm about two weeks into having released 20 days. I didn't do that by design. I didn't know a lockdown was coming, no one did. But here I am now with a second opportunity wherein all my shooting is, is put on hold. I'm gonna make the most of it. So when it comes to the promises that I've made, I'm focused on the promises I've made to myself. And that also extends to other people. I've made a promise to myself to be closer to my mother, closer to my sister, and closer to my nephews. Um, so, you know, these promises that we make, uh, they, they also, you know, uh, have a ripple effect out to the, to the world. Um, the promise that I've made my, to myself to release my music, the a Bhagavad Gita song affected somebody uh, in the U.S. And, and, and deliver to her the, the message she needed to hear at that point in her life, um, despite the fact that it was in Sanskrit. There are subtitles, by the way, on the, yeah. on, the, um, uh, on, the, on the video on YouTube, just so your listeners know, if your Sanskrit isn't up to snuff, there are, are English subtitles you can turn on. So, yeah, there are miles to go. There are promises to keep. Um, and, and in this time with the pandemic keeping us isolated, um, it, it, it's a moment to reflect on those promises, how, how far there is to go, and, and to take real strong steps towards reaching those goals and keeping those promises. Absolutely. Absolutely, Alex. I mean, uh, I, I would say that this is the best possible way to answer this question, and this is quite enlightening, to be honest. And well, Alex, uh, as we spoke about the mistakes and you also said that, you know, defeat is not actually a defeat, but surrendering is a kind of a defeat. You should never surrender. Yes. And with there's, this, there's no sin in, yeah, yeah. There's no sin in, uh, in defeat. There is sin in surrender. That's, that's what Lord Krishna teaches us. Right, right. And on the similar lines, like, you know, many, many times we are afraid to do mistake in the life. And that's the greatest mistake, I would say, to be afraid to do a mistake. Because through mistakes, we learn, through ex mistakes, we explore life and we explore more of ourselves. 
So, uh, so just going very deep into this conversation and asking you this, that greatest mistake a man can do is being afraid of doing one. So is there any such mistake of not trying you have ever done? And later on, you must have repented it. Oh, if I would have taken up that job, I was scared to do a mistake, but definitely, I mean, I would have got that project or I would have done it better the other time. So is there a mistake of uh, being afraid to do a mistake that, that you have ever taken on? Always. I, I struggle with this. Uh, and I, I struggle with this constantly because as a musician, what you're doing is you're, you're taking your, your life story. As a musician like me, who writes from my personal experience, um, you're taking your life story, you're taking a page of your diary and you're holding it up to the world and saying, here, judge me. You're basically asking the world to look at your innermost thoughts, your regrets, your desires, and you're, you're putting it out there and you're saying, Feel free to tell me what an idiot you think I am or uh, totally ignore this or appreciate this. You know, there are so many reactions that, that you can get when you reveal yourself like that. And, and, and the fear of taking that step, the fear of revealing, the fear of being vulnerable was something that I didn't know was, was holding me up. I didn't realize, Omkar, that I could have release still on my mind six months before why didn't i and we talked about this early on that it wasn't the right time and and when i sat down and and the first lockdown hit and i started to introspect i started to realize there isn't going to be a right time there isn't going to be a moment when i have everything perfectly in place it's just never going to happen i need to take this moment and make it the right moment i need to just get over whatever hangups i have and what I realized was that one of the things that I was kind of leaning on was this excuse that it's not the right time. But what I was really thinking was, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to expose myself like this. I'm not ready to be vulnerable like this. And when I actually admitted to myself that that was one of my fears, I was able to overcome it. And, and you know, you've said it yourself, people are afraid of failure and that's what keeps them from success. Um, I honestly believe that you need to go out and fail. And, and, and when I look back, it's still on my mind. And I, I say I made so many mistakes. And I've had people laugh and say, oh, no, you're just being modest. It, it sounded great. It was released wonderfully. It's got over 200,000 views. Um, I, only I see the failures within it. You know, there are, even when something is a success, there are still failures within it. Nothing is ever a full-on success. Even the greatest battles won in history had casualties, right? Um, even, even you know, uh, World War II was won by the Allies, but there were battles that were lost. So even in our greatest successes, there are failures, and oftentimes they're only visible to the person that's fought that, fought that, that battle or, or, or fought that war. So, yeah, for, for me, the fear of failure is something that I, I struggle with. You know, I... I to go way back, if you remember the show Notch Balier, Notch Balier was a dance reality show. And it was, you know, after my first two films, uh, Chinikam, Lointe of Punjab, um, my, my fiance and I were offered this uh, dance reality show. And Omkar, I'm a terrible dancer, man, I'm really bad. It, it took this show to, 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 to show me just how hard I had to work to even be presentable on stage. And we were doing live broadcasts once a week, every week. I think it was on a Sunday. We would rehearse uh, Monday through Saturday, and we would perform on Sunday. And 
that was one of the most terrifying experiences of my life. And I don't know how I said yes to it, but I'm so glad that I did. Because at least if nothing else, I can look back and say, I devoted this much time to really trying to dance and, and, and to doing it with all my heart, all my soul, putting everything else off. Um, the closeness that I experienced with Shweta, who was my fiance, my partner, and eventually became my wife, and unfortunately now my ex-wife, um, it, it, it makes for irreplaceable, irreplaceable memories. Every, everything you desire is on the other side of fear. Everything. So when I find myself being fearful, it's still very hard. Um, but I look back at you know my first films. I look back at Nachvillier. I look back at taking on a, a position in a in a, uh, in a in the corporate world that had me travel to South Africa, Philippines, India, the UK. You know this is one of the first things that brought me to India. And I look back and I and I, I recognize I have to recognize that every time I have gone beyond fear, something amazing has happened. Right, way true. So there's life beyond fear, to be honest. The only life worth living, in my opinion, is beyond fear. Oh. When you started this podcast, when you started um, uh, How's the Josh, I'm sure you probably thought to yourself, well, no, maybe no one will listen to it. Maybe it will suck. Maybe people will hate it. Maybe trolls will come after me. That's what people go through every single time. They, they have to go through... Uh, this doorway through fear every single time it happens and it's never any easier I think but I think now you know on season three you probably still have the same fears in the back of your head but now at least you know but it's worth it you know season one okay season two great season three is gonna be amazing because it's worth it they're gonna be trolls they're gonna be people that don't like an episode they're gonna be people that say oh why did you have Alex on but in the end, it's worth it, right? And that's really the lesson to be learned, getting through fear. The only life worth living is on the other side of that. Lovely. I mean, this is going to be the quote line for this episode, I would say, that the only life <laughs> worth living is... Uh, but but it, you know, Omkar, it's, it's not just for people that are doing amazing things like you. It's, it's, it's people that are doing amazing things that, that others may never know about. Like, for example, you know, only you and your partner know the, the, the nerve-wracking decisions that went into buying your first house or having a child or getting married. I mean, all of these things naturally come with fear. Like, wow, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this one person. Of course you're going to be fearful. I'm going to bring a child into this world. Of course you're going to be fearful. But when, when you talk to that, you know, I have friends now that have, that have kids and and. You know, they'll send me videos and they'll say, wow, it's the most amazing experience in the world to watch my daughter take her first steps, to see her dancing, to see her laugh, you know, smiling in a, in a school play. And, but all of that is on the other side of fear. All of that is on the other side of fear. If you stay on this side of fear and you say, no, I'm not going to have children, I'm not going to bring them into this world because I'm afraid for them. Well, then you're never going to have that joy that's on the other side. Absolutely, absolutely, Alex. And, uh, you know, Alex, you have been a person of performing arts. You have done so much of shows, movies, and you have always been in front of the spotlight for years to come. And we pray to God that you continue to entertain us <laughs> with the marvelous talent that you hold. 
So, well, there are a few lines which I really love and they're from a very famous movie in the Hollywood that is, all the shines of a thousand spotlights, all the stars we steal from the night sky will never be enough, will never be enough. Towers of gold are still too little. These hands could hold the world, but it'll never be enough. It will never be enough. You know, this really resonates with me and I'm sure it must be resonating with you too. Like, even if you become uh, the tower of gold, it's too little because the hands can't hold it. And even the beautiful, uh, dazzling night sky is not that appealing if you are not kind of a gem of a person. If you're not a gem of a person, all these external things are just superficial. So what you have to take about this, because I'm very sure you are a kind of a person who is going to hit the, the core of the art and, you know, you're the one who is going to get deep into the conversation. And that's the reason I've come up with this question that all the shines of thousand spotlights, all the stars we steal from the night sky will never be enough, will never be enough. Omkar, you put a lot of pressure on me to... to... <laughs> <laughs> You put a lot of pressure on me. You're asking excellent questions. I think that, for me at least, um, what what that quote means is that the the end reward is not what it seems to be. A tower of gold, piles of gems, money, all of this. It, it's. It's the material result of a journey and it will never be enough because actually the important thing is the journey. You know, uh, it's often said that on their deathbed, people, people uh, never regret the time they spent with their family. They never regret the things they did in pursuit of their goals. Uh, they, they never regret, um, you know, the, the joy that resulted from the risks that they took. What they regret is not having taken the risks. What they regret you know, is, is not having uh, done what they could have done with the resources that they attained to better other people's lives. Um, and, and you hear that time and again. People's regrets are not um, what they did, but what they didn't do. Uh, and, and I truly believe that, that that quote itself, the way that it, it's almost like a, a red herring, it's almost like a diversion. It's saying, okay, focus on these mountains of gold and let's talk about how it's never enough. It's, it's, it's deception. It's not that mountains of gold need to be twice as high. It's not that the mountains of gold shouldn't exist. It's that you're looking in the wrong place. You're looking at the mountains of gold. You're not looking at the journey because the journey is really what's important. It's not the end goal. It's not the end result. Now, end results and end goals are important, right? For example, a gymnast should envision, should get the, 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 in their mind the tactile sensation of holding an Olympic gold medal. And they should allow that to motivate them to train. They should allow that to motivate them uh, you know, to, uh, uh, to put aside distractions and really focus on, on attaining excellence in their, in their, their, their art form, their, their sport. But when they're holding it, they're not going to be thinking, wow, everything I did is for this. No, no. It's the journey that brought them to this reward. This reward is actually minuscule. It's almost nothing compared to the journey that got them there and all the lessons they learned and, and, and the joy that it brought them. And it's the same thing, you know, for actors and musicians. And, you know, when you, when you look back at season one and two of, of How's the Josh, 
it's not the tangible sound recordings that are of the greatest value. It's the journey, it's the experiences, it's the things that you've learned. It's not the sound recording. The sound recording is the pile of gold, but it's the journey to that. It's the things you've learned on the way, you know? And, and that's, to me, what, what that quote means. Absolutely. I mean, journey is a bit more blissful and absolutely end results are something that we cherish and something that we really look forward to. But the journey, like, you know, life is a journey and enjoy it before it melts. The thing is, <laughs> the, the funny thing is, is that, you know, when you get that mountain of gold, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to let it sit there and admire it? Or are you going to take that and go on another journey with it? Whether that's, you know, uh, um, uh, sponsoring a kid in their education, whether that's, um, you know, uh, giving to a, a Gurdwara and having them feed people that don't have enough to eat. Uh, you know, what, what is that? What, is, what value is that mountain of gold except to start a new journey for someone else? I, I can't think of a better investment than in, you know, the, the, the joy of, of those around us. And if you have a mountain of gold, whoever is listening now to myself and Omkar on How's the Josh Season 3, Episode 1, if you have a mountain of gold, put it to work uh, creating joy and, and making new journeys. Because, yeah, I mean, it's great to look at. But there's so much more that could be done with it. Absolutely, absolutely, Alex. And uh, you know, I would say that you know it's a heavy heart. Before I ask you the last question, but uh, it's the time limit of the show that we have been allotted. So I would say, uh, wait quickly, if you could of let. Me, uh, what is the Alex upcoming project, and what is the journey of Alex after this? You know. I like to focus on the positives. This uh, first lockdown gave me the opportunity to release Still On My Mind. Um, it also, uh, now the second lockdown has given me the opportunity to release 20 Days. Please check it out. Uh, it's not only on you know, every platform known to man from Spotify to iTunes, Apple Music, and, and in, here in India, obviously, on Ghana, Savan, Hungama, all of these. Wing, um, yeah. But the music videos, the music videos, sorry? Wink. It's also there on Wink. Yeah. It's, on uh, it's on. It's on Wink. It's yeah. It's on. It's on every possible uh, streaming platform. Um, but it also has uh, uh, music videos that are very important to me, uh, and I think that the visuals work very, very well with with uh, with the music. So please do check out um, the official music videos on uh, Alex O'Neill Music on YouTube. Um, that's my uh, that's my channel. Um, so on the music side, I've to go back to you know one of the quotes you gave me earlier, I've made uh, the promise to myself to keep getting my music out there because it's truly fulfilling. And one of the most beautiful things about music is that it means something different to everyone that beholds it, everyone that experiences it. And one of my joys is to read the comments on YouTube and to hear what still on my mind, 20 days Bhagavad Gita song has meant to, to, to people um, that, especially people that, that I've never met. Um, you know, touching people's lives who you've never uh, met in person is, is a, a truly beautiful experience. Um, but with regards to acting, absolutely. Golan Dodge is one of the most exciting projects that I have releasing. Um, I'm very, very excited about this because, uh, well, for many reasons, but it's my second sports-based project. Playing football uh, was a joy. Dave Adhikari is an amazing actor. And it's actually got uh, uh, so many uh, amazing actors and actresses in that film. Um, 
Chere uh, was supposed to release. Uh, that's that's being put off. Booth Police as well. Um, Rani, 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 with Tanishta Chatterjee and myself, and uh, and Danny Sura, who's an amazing actor, is is also hopefully going to be releasing soon. Um, there are a couple of projects that I've shot for Amazon that I can't quite talk about yet, but this whole OTT space is just amazing for everyone involved, not least of all actors, who, if you saw Arya, you saw some truly phenomenal performers who never really got the opportunity to perform to their to their best because they didn't have the time. In a, in a 90 minute film or a 120 minute film, they would have small parts over the last 10 years and now OTT has really opened it up for great actors, directors, producers, and writers. Um, so there's so many things to be excited about. Make sure to uh, check me out at Alex underscore O'Neill. That's A-L-E-X-X underscore O'Neill on uh, Instagram. And that's where I keep posting all this stuff that I'm involved in. Um, but it's an uncertain time with regards to releases. Uh, so yeah, you kind of have to keep checking in and, and I'll keep letting, letting you know about what's coming up next. There's, you know what, there's, there's, Omakar, there's so many exciting things happening. I've never been more thankful. Uh, I've never been more excited. Um, I've never been more hopeful, uh, uh, personally or professionally than I am now. So, um, the journey is, 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 is better than it's ever been. Absolutely, absolutely. And I must say to all our audience out there that uh, Alex is uh, the one of the emerging superstars in the ODD platform, I would say, in India. And, like, you know, with amazing and great prolific work that he'll be doing on the celluloid. And, Alex, we all are very uh, stunned and we are all tuned and looking forward to all your beautiful and spectacular performances across the celluloid and across the beautiful screen in front of us. And uh, right from paying tribute to the previous seasons of uh, House of Josh to having a beautiful Bhagavad Gita verses recited by Alex, to talking in depth about what Alex is as a person. Like, you know, we had beautiful quotes wherein Alex gave his own opinion and the way he has been uh, manipulating it and utilizing in his life. I think it is a great start to season three. I think I've never before witnessed this beautiful and divine journey to start any season. So once again, Alex, thank you so much for being on the show and we wish you all the best and all the success in your life. It's been my oh, pleasure and my privilege. My thank you. <laughs> you speak very sweet Hindi. <laughs> all right, thank all right. You. Thank and, you. Uh, I try. <laughs> and do check out Alex on Instagram. It is Alex underscore O-N-E-L, right? Yep. A-L-E-X-X underscore O-N-E-L-L. Exactly. And you can find him on YouTube as well when he's updating beautiful covers and singles and his independent music out there. So there's so much that we can expect from Alex. And uh, this is how we call off for season, I mean, for the episode one of season three. And stay tuned to House of Joe season three. The show must go on. This Hubhopper original ko sunne ke liye aapka shukriya. अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट